We love stats here on Fantasy Football Today. Of course, we're a fantasy football show. Here are some of our favorite stats for 2021. Welcome to Fantasy Football Today in 5. Adam Azer here with Chris Towers. So Chris gave out some stats on the full-length show. We'll, we'll talk about a couple of them. I did want to give out one. This is not really a stat, so I guess I'm betraying the title of the show. Classic, classic Azer stuff. Just looking at, uh, <laughs> looking at ADP, I was doing this thing comparing running back 10 to wide receiver 5. And what I realized was... Running backs 8, 9, 10, 11, that group, man, you could hit the lottery or you can mm-hmm. completely crap out. 2016, LaShawn McCoy was running back 9. Eddie Lacy was running back 10. McCoy finished as RB4 and Lacy RB76. 2017, <laughs> Jordan Howard was RB9. The next in ADP, he finished as RB14. The next two picks were Kareem Hunt and Todd Gurley. They were RBs 3 and 1, respectively. The next year, Leonard Fournette was RB8. Then it was Kareem Hunt. Then it was Christian McCaffrey. Then it was Dalvin Cook. McCaffrey finished almost tied for first. Hunt was among the best. He got suspended for the last five games. Fournette finishes RB41, and Dalvin Cook is RB30. So it's just funny, Chris. You you do all the research. You get all the stats. Fantasy football sometimes, it's really could be about luck. I mean, that that kind of sums up the early round wide receiver versus running back dichotomy. You know, the 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 reward for hitting on your early round running backs is so much higher. The safety of wide receivers is, is what makes them the better picks. At least I would say outside of the top two rounds, once you get to the third or fourth round wide receivers are much safer, but the first two rounds wide running backs actually hit pretty reasonably uh, well. Uh, so give me an actual statistic. Yeah. And this is, this is one that makes it really hard to tell what to make of Pittsburgh's offense. And that's that last season, Ben Roethlisberger, Released the ball or released the ball within 2.5 seconds, 73% of the time on his dropbacks. The median QB was 49%. So he was about 50% more likely to get rid of the ball within 2.5 seconds. And obviously that's not necessarily news. We know this was a short uh, passing offense that didn't really have a lot of explosive plays. This makes it hard to know whether something like Deontay Johnson or Juju Smith Schuster's inefficiency last season was a, Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith-Schuster problem, or what I think is that it was a Ben Roethlisberger problem. He wasn't willing to sit in the pocket and you know potentially take hits to let plays develop. He was looking to get the ball as quickly out, out as quickly as possible. And you know, there's a lot of talk about how different this offense is going to be. He's going to be playing under center more. They're going to be running more play actions. There's going to be more uh, opportunities for plays to develop if Roethlisberger is willing to stand back and make those plays in. Frankly, if the offensive line can let him. Yeah, there was also some analysis about Ben Roethlisberger's foot giving away whether it was a pass play or a run play. Mm -hmm. So they need to do a lot of things differently, and this will be a a big training camp and a big preseason for the Pittsburgh Steelers with a new offensive coordinator. All right, next stat. Uh, How about this? The bottom five offenses and points by running backs over the last three seasons. So this is combined points by all running backs on the roster. Jacksonville, fifth fewest, New York Jets, Arizona, Houston, and Buffalo. Buffalo, 279.8 PPR points per season over the last three by their running backs. That's the Josh Allen era, obviously. That is more than 20 points fewer than number three. So this is just a really, really bad situation for running backs, or at least it has been, because Josh Allen doesn't throw to the running backs all that often in the passing game because he takes off to scramble so much. And he's so good near the goal line that he takes so many of those opportunities. And so this is why 
I can't really get down with Zach Moss in like the RB 30 to 35 range where he tends to go on drafts. Cause I just, I don't see all, I don't see a path to him being a top 15 running back. Even if everything goes right for Zach Moss, it's just really hard for him to get there. I can kind of see it for Devin Singletary. If Zach Moss got hurt because he's so, so much better of a pass catcher, at least was so much more involved. But frankly, I just think, this Buffalo offense, it's not great for running backs. It's the worst in the NFL, at least in the Josh Allen era. And that just makes me want to stay away unless the price is just too good to ignore. With Devin Singletary, he can go in the 12th round. Okay, that's too good to ignore. But Zach Moss generally goes in the middle rounds, and I just can't justify it. All right. And I think Arizona being on this is really interesting as well. Perhaps a topic for another day. That's Chris Towers. I'm Adam Azer. This is Fantasy Football Today in 5, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.